video. I'm Thomas Vickers and welcome to my channel, 8-1 Real Estate. I started real estate investing in 2017 and have learned a ton of lessons over the past five years. I've been keeping really good records and making spreadsheets in the many unique deals that we have completed and I'm going to be going through and breaking down many different questions and topics regarding real estate investing. We've completed eight complete renovations of single-family houses. We've done one wholesale deal. We've sold four houses and kept the remainder as rental properties that are all cash flowing. We're here in Northeast Florida in Jacksonville, Florida, and we're going to be walking through all those deals. Real estate is very complex and has so many different niches that fit a variety of needs and goals that are specific to every single person. So whether your goals are cash flow on a monthly basis, long-term growth, stability, being able to protect your cash, all these goals align differently with different types of real estate investing. We're gonna be walking through a lot of those varieties. One of my favorite quotes that talks about real estate says it is like a bicycle wheel and all the different spokes are as many as the different ways you can invest in real estate. A couple of the more common ones are fix and flip, buy and hold, wholesaling, commercial, tax lien investing, and the list goes on and on. We're going to try to cover as many as we can. But to make it very simple, the thing that matters most is that real estate is the way the easiest and fastest and most reliable proven way to build wealth in the US. It is the most tax-friendly investment and it is the way to build generational wealth. While my real estate journey officially began in 2017, it started with my parents back in 2006. Many of their friends uh, were all a part of the craze of new construction. You could buy a house a couple months later, sell it for $50,000, $100,000 profit, and my parents wanted in on the deal. So in 2006, they built a new construction home here in Jacksonville. And unfortunately, like many others, they ended up upside down on the house. They kind of had two options. They could let it foreclose, they could sell for a loss, or they could hold it. So in 2009, my parents opted to hold the property and keep it as a rental. We still own this house today and it has made money over the years. And despite the huge loss in value initially with the great real estate crash back in 2008, 2009, 2010, it has fully recovered and is worth almost double what it was when they bought it back then. I did not fully understand uh, what they were doing and I'm not sure that they fully understand how understood how good of a decision they made to keep that property and let it appreciate over time. Appreciation is an amazing thing and we'll break that down in a separate video, but basically houses increase in value over time. In contrast, depreciation is the value of something going down. Everyone knows if you buy a brand new car and in five years, it's going to be worth less than you paid for it now. That's depreciation. Appreciation means it's going to be worth more in the future. That's one of the five 
profit streams of owning a real estate property. We're going to break that down in another video. And then, unfortunately, my dad got sick in 2012. He had cancer and he passed away in 2013, which resulted in my family receiving a chunk of life insurance money. This chunk of life insurance money, we were unsure what to do with it as my family never was exposed or had much education in stock market, bond market, annuities. We, we were unfamiliar to all of those things. And so what we did is we went back to what we knew. Our family knows hard work and things you can put your hands on. So naturally, real estate seemed like an avenue that we needed to investigate further. With no training, no experience, and only reading a few books, we dove headfirst into our first real estate deal in 2017. This property was on Ruckman, uh, over on the west side here in Jacksonville. Unfortunately, we were targeted and taken advantage of by a more seasoned investor. They had purchased the property at $75,000 and they ran their numbers and they realized that the house needed way more work than they were willing to pay or have the time to do. So they pawned it off on us for $90,000. So right from the get-go, we were already $15,000 over budget, but we didn't know it. We bought the house and we had a contractor meet us there and run the numbers. So this is going to be at least a $65,000 rehab. But the bad news is that the house was probably only worth $140,000, $150,000. So we knew right from the fifth day we were in trouble. The story just got worse. The story got worse and worse. It had an in-ground pool in the backyard and it was empty. And a couple weeks prior, Hurricane Matthew had come through. And due to the rising uh, water table, it had popped the pool out of the ground. We figured, hey, hey, can this be repaired? Can this be patched? Can we pour concrete around to the edge to make it level again? We could not. We had to pay to get that pool demoed. And a pool typically adds $10,000 to a house, which is what we budgeted for on the front end. No pool, minus $10,000. So we were already $25,000 down what we thought we would do. So we had to pay to fill in the pool. I'm going to break that down in another video. Furthermore, the house had been flagged by the city as a drug house. The previous owners of this house were professional weed growers and distributors. So they had completely ruined the air conditioning system and duct system, the plumbing, the electrical. They had hotwired the electrical straight out of the ground, bypassing the JEA, the electric company meter, and ran it to the top of the panel through the dryer circuit to run all of their lights, air conditioners, irrigation. And so the city would have no record of them spinning the meter. Because in order to run a grow house, it has to be very hot. And the way that you offset those heat lamps is by having massive cooling systems. And we didn't know that. So there was a huge investment that we had to pay the city to run a new power line from the transformer down the street. They had to dig a whole trench all the way to our house, do a new meter, a new feed into the top of the panel, and that added up so fast. Again, going to break all that down in a different video. Going to break down each deal and property we've done and what we've learned. Um, 
But and so at the end of the day, we were able to list the house, we were able to sell the house, and we lost about $23,000 on that first house. And that was a very, very tough pill to swallow and a very hard lesson to learn. Uh, but we knew right then we've got to get some training, we've got to do some more research, we cannot just go at this blindly. So I was able to complete a mentorship um, course and get the valuable tools lessons connections how to analyze a deal how to know what a property is going to sell for what kind of things to look out what to watch out for and we completed that and the first deal that we completed after doing that course was a wholesale deal which made us about forty thousand dollars so we were able to fortunately offset our loss just with doing one deal um, after the course i'm going to break that one down to in another video since then, we've done seven more uh, investment properties, and all of them have been profitable. All of the ones we have sold have all made huge gains, and the ones that we're still holding all have positive equity, and they're all cash-flowing asset rental properties that we plan on holding for many years. The big takeaway is that in order to invest in real estate, you can be a regular person. You do not have to be a contractor. You do not have to be a real estate agent. You do not need to know anything about mortgages and lending. You just have to build a team. That's the huge thing. You just have to build a team of all those correct professionals that are familiar with real estate investing. And if you build your team and you know how to run your numbers, you can be profitable in real estate. What you have to do is you have to decide what kind of future you want and how you're preparing for retirement. For me, I do not want to be working 40 hours a week all the way up until I'm 65 and then still be unsure about my future at that point. As we have experienced over the last four years, pandemics, inflation, interest rates out of control, nothing is predictable and nothing is certain. So I want to have the most reliable, predictable sources of income for my future. The key for financial freedom is having enough assets to cover your monthly expenses. We're going to go into that in another video, but knowing your burn rate, knowing what, how much cash you need per month, and then you just buy assets to cover those cash needs. That's all it takes. And you're able to develop your freedom number. This is how much I need per month. The biggest hill is getting started. Getting started and doing that first deal is the largest step in becoming a real estate investor. Once you do one, it's so much easier to do two, three, four, five. But going from zero to one is the biggest jump. And that's what I'm going to help kind of clarify and demystify and help people see that you you can do it too. You don't have to be an expert, that you can do it too. What I'm really hoping is that you can watch these videos and take some of the things that we have learned and the mistakes we have made so you can avoid those mistakes and not make those same mistakes that can be so expensive so fast, especially in real estate. Things are expensive. One of the biggest myths right now is that it is a bad time to invest in real estate. Interest rates are at an all-time high. Things are out of control. Home prices are falling. Home prices are rising. Things are out of control. And that is 100% false. What I want you to realize is that right now, because people think it is a bad time to buy, 
that puts about 84% of home buyers on the sideline. That means for a listing on the MLS, there's already 84% less showings, less offers, less qualified buyers. There are deals out there and there are people that have to sell. There's people that have to buy. So there are tons of deals that can be yeah. made. Thank you for taking the time to watch this video. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment. My goal for this channel is for it to be very interactive. And I hope to help move someone into their first real estate deal, or if they've already done a couple, help them see how they can get more. Help them see the long-term goal and the long-term benefits of real estate.